This is Boyfriend Talk with Carlos and Jose. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. We are back after a short hiatus and ready to welcome our first guest ever, Mrs. Iris Bass, who's going to be talking to us a little bit about friendship today. Hey Jose, how are you? Hey guys, I'm doing great. How's I hope everybody's doing great. I know we took a little short break, but we're back with some more of great content. Yeah, we're definitely excited to be back. Um, we're going to be starting to have guests on the show, and we're really, really excited about that. If you are not um, following us yet on social media, Jose, go ahead and give them our um, social media accounts so that they can follow us again, again, and again. Yeah, so if you want to follow us, go ahead and follow us. We are on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Our handle is at BoyfriendTalk90, and you can also email us at BoyfriendTalk90 at gmail.com. And if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Music, go ahead and subscribe so that you can go ahead and get alerts every time we drop a new episode, which is every Sunday night. But without any further ado, while Iris is back there getting ready, let's go ahead and start the show with our Trend of the Week segment. Jose, what is your Trend of the Week this week? So this week I have two trends because it's been, you know, we've been out for two weeks and there's a lot going on, I think. So my first one is Dear Evan Hansen. We went to see that last night. If you love musicals, I would definitely suggest that you go see this one. It's a great storyline, definitely a little bit sad and depressing uh, to some points, but bring a box of tissues. I'm, I'm mad I didn't because I was like crying out a little bit. I know um, I wasn't I, I wasn't crying too much as the people next to us were crying, but I was definitely crying. It's definitely a great musical. I think the um, lead actor Ben he did such a great job with the music, with his you know his voice, and the character itself. So it was a really great movie. Yeah, I agree. It was definitely a good movie. Definitely hit a lot of different topics, especially when it comes to mental health. I think this was more of a mental health movie than a musical. Uh, they tackled a lot of different um, topics in that in that perspective. It tackled um, depression and anxiety, um, and you know, those are de definitely very important topics to talk about nowadays, um, especially uh, with high school students. Um, it was. I mean, overall, I think it was really great. I mean, the storyline, I think, can relate to a lot of people nowadays with you know every a lot of mental issues that are going on, and you know, with high school students and suicide and you know different aspects like that i'm a little surprised in regards to the ratings that they're giving the movie in regards to critics uh i, I just saw you know they got six out of ten on imb or md whatever um whatever it's called the website and then rotten tomato gave, gave them 33 percent. so i mean the critics you know they're giving it giving them a really low score but it was overall a really good movie i would definitely suggest that you go see it and i would love to hear what people thoughts out or if you have gone and seen it yet yeah i agree i i i kind of agree with the critics a little bit because you know i feel that the plot itself was kind of crazy to me you know i feel that they were um creating a hero out of a villain if you can say because, you know, Evan Hansen, which is the main character of this movie, tricks a family um, into believing that he's a friend of their son who committed suicide. So to me, you know, the whole movie was kind of crazy because he's just tricking these people 
Um, you know, when I left out of the movie theater, I was just like kind of shocked. The musical, the music was great. I just think that um, it was a little crazy. But, you know, moving right along, let's go ahead. You mentioned that you had another trend of the week. Go ahead and tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah. Um, so my second trend, I think if everybody has been following the news and, you know, up to date on current events, you know, and they have been following the case of, of Gabby Petito, uh, which her body was just found earlier this week. And, you know, not to surprise to anybody, I think that people were expecting that. But, you know, it did come soon. And I hope that that brings answers to her family in regards to this case that's been on the news on and on for, you know, the past couple of weeks. Yeah, being a crime, a true crime chunky, um, which I am, I felt the first thing when I saw this news was, you know, she died, you know, because he they both went to utah he comes back without her you know in all reality whenever you go out with your partner or your husband whoever you go out with if they come back without you that means something something's up you know they're not going to just randomly leave you so my first instinct as you know a true crime fanatic and you know working in the legal field and studying the legal field a little bit was she killed her or he killed her um and you know uh, I guess I'm a psychic because that did happen, you know, not to put, not to make, you know, light of the situation, but, you know, I, I what I also feel is that if she would have been a girl of color, she wouldn't have gotten so much media attention. Um, you know, I feel that she got a lot of media attention because she was white. You know, I'm not trying to turn this into a political or racial thing, but, you know, in my opinion, that's what I what I think. I don't know about you. No, I could definitely agree with that. I think, you know, when we first heard of her case and, you know, the boyfriend coming back home to, you know, Florida without her, it was definitely kind of that case uh, of that man in Colorado who killed his wife and then the two girls and he just acted like everything was normal. So I think it, was, it reminded me of that. And you're right. I mean, it, she did get a lot of press and, you know, a lot of... Um, news news time and you know because she was white i think if she would have been a girl of color hispanic or any other ethnicity i think she wouldn't have been getting all this press that she she got even i mean even if looking back at like documentaries and true crime scenes when you look at those they're pretty much kind of um all white girls or white people that happen to go through murder um, or things like that. I don't know. Maybe I could be wrong. Maybe that's just what's on my timeline on Netflix, but that's what I feel. I agree. Usually it's always white people that are getting murdered. It's sad, but, you know, um, Hispanic and black people don't go through this shit because <laughs> we'd be beating people's ass. But like I said, not to make light of the situation, um, but, you know, it, it sucks. It's a sad situation that this family is going through, and, you know, I don't wish this on my worst enemy. Um, but definitely... Let us know what you think about Jose's trends of the weeks online. What what are your thoughts on his trends of the week? Give us your feedback. Give us your opinion. Um, we'll be posting on our IG so that you can comment um, on that. Yeah, definitely. Let me know what you think of the movie if you have seen it yet. And what are your thoughts on, you know, this case on Gabby? Uh, but those are my trends of the week. So what about you, Carlos? What were your, your trend of the week? 
So I only have one trend of the week this week, um, and it is 911. It just came back last Monday. If you are not watching that on Fox, you need to get into it. Um, um, it's a Ryan Murphy series. I can't even talk because I'm so excited about that. But it's on Mondays at 8 p.m. on Fox, or you can watch it next day on Hulu. And, you know, this season started off with a bang. Um, it was focusing on a blackout. You know, every season they start um, the season, the season premiere with different types of like disasters. And this season is blackout. I'm really excited to see what's going to happen because the first episode ended with a cliffhanger like it always does. And, you know, I'm not going to ruin it for anyone because I want you guys to go on Hulu and watch it because I'm telling you, it is just out of this world. Angela Bassett's on it. She's such a phenomenal actress. And, you know, I couldn't be more proud of her. It's not like I really know her, so she don't care that I'm proud of her anyway. But, you know, it's just a great show dealing with um, firefighters and um, police officers and how they deal with the day-to-day of their lives. And, of course, what's going on with their lives. They tackle a lot, a lot of issues, um, you know, from postpartum to, um, you know, how they deal with emergencies outside. And of course, this is all a scripted show. So, yeah, I mean, if any of you haven't seen it, it is a great show. I did get into it, uh, you know, with Carlos, but it is a really great show, great storyline. You know, Angela Bassett, she's great at whatever she does. I feel like she's a really amazing actress and um, she's done a really good job. And Ryan Murphy, you know, when he does show well, um, you know, they're really good. And Definitely check out the show and another another Ryan Murphy show going on right now, Impeachment. If you have not seen that, they're on like the third or fourth episode this week. So go check that out. You still have time to catch up on that. Yeah, and if you watch nine one one, I'll definitely plug something in on Instagram so you can let me know and tell me your thoughts on um, what you thought about the first episode of season five. So um, definitely go on there and definitely go on our um social media and let us know what your trend of the week is so that we can comment and let you know our thoughts on it um and and you can also do a voice uh note or um uh, voicemail to us we'll post our link in our um twitter account as well as on our instagram so you feel free if you want to be part of the show let us know what your trend of the week is and we can definitely listen to you uh on the podcast yeah all right let's go ahead and take a quick break iris is ready to come out and join the show we're going to be discussing friendship so we'll be right back welcome back to the show we are finally joined by our first guest ever she is an office guru she's a good friend and in her own words a true ride or die Welcome, Iris Bass. Thank you. Thank you so much, you guys, for letting me be the first guest on your podcast. I feel truly so special. Uh, you know, it's, it's an honor and also my first podcast ever. So bear with me in advance. I do apologize for any dogs that are barking. I fed them and they're outside running around in my backyard. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. We understand. We all have lives and, you know, that's just part of the day today. So... <laughs> Unfortunately, mm-hmm. there's really nothing that you can do about that. 
But, you know, before we jump right into our topics, which is going to be really, really good, we're talking about friendship today. Tell me a little bit more about yourself. Plug yourself. That way our audience knows more about you. Well, sure, sure. So my name is Iris Mary Bass. I am married to Jermaine Bass, who is a chef at Clearwater Yacht Club. I work for uh, Rissman Barrett, which is a law firm where we open up worker comp cases and liability cases. I work in the work comp department, opening new files for like Walmart, Publix, big employers. Um, and I handle about 10 attorneys, so it can be pretty hectic. And I also have like a little part-time job. Um, I've been married for two years, but I've been with my husband for about 10, 11 years. Wow. So yes, I finally got that last name I've been waiting for. <laughs> oh my <God>. Finally. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm surprised you waited that long. I know, right? I was like, listen, now we're about to hear, we were about to hit the eight year mark. Like you got to do something. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I have two dogs, so in advance, again, I apologize. He's barking right now. I can hear him. And, um, you know, I have a stepdaughter who is in college. She's 19, working two jobs. I also have a stepson who has his family of his own. And, uh, you know, my sister with her two kids who are like my kids. And as of right now, you know, I'm happy at where I'm at in life right now. Good, good. I'm happy to hear that. I'm definitely, I'm always happy to hear that my friends are happy because, you know, I feel like you're a true friend when you're happy for your friends. You know what I mean? Yes. Some exactly. people are just, you know, they're never happy for other people. They're not happy with themselves, but we'll definitely get um, into that a little bit later mm -hmm. um, about those, those crazy topics. Um, so what, what's your part-time job? I don't think okay. you mentioned that. Ah, so my part-time job, I am a cashier at Fresh Market, which is like your mini version of a Whole Foods. Oh, okay. And uh, so it's like you, you got your healthy options. You also have uh, like flowers and deli and seafood. So it's a very calming environment, but time does definitely fly by really fast. Oh, I'm sure. Because, yeah. You know, you have to deal with all the fast-paced customers and and stuff like that. So I definitely understand that. So exactly. tell me, what do you think? I mean, we're on this, this topic of friendship. What do you think qualifies you to talk about this topic? Well, honestly, I, the reason why I think I would be a good person to talk about with this topic as far as friendship goes is because, I mean, you, clearly you, me and you, Carlos, we've known each other for two and a half years because we also used to work together at the law firm I currently work at. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we've hit it off on the back. And as you know, everyone comes to me for advice or breaks down in my office and just knows <laughs> like, I just don't come, I don't judge you unless you give me a reason. Right. But and I just don't judge you for your, you know, for who you are. Right. You're definitely a person, a carefree person that lets people be who they are. And you always have that good listening ear that mm -hmm. is very important, you know what I mean? Because nowadays, a lot of people, they don't listen. They just like to talk. Exactly. So so I'm definitely glad that you're here talking about friendship. Um, you know, friendship is very, very important to, to everyone. You know, I think it's always very important to have that true, um, really close friend. Do you have any friends that you've been friends for, like, years and years, like, 
10 plus? Oh, um, <laughs> you know, I, uh, no, oh, wow. now that I think of it, that's crazy. Um, actually, maybe just one. And really, um, she's like a sister to us. Um, well, you know, usually, my... yeah. you know, usually that's it. That's it. You know, your friends are so close that you become like brothers and sisters. Yes. Yes. Um, she's more of my sister's best friend, but my best friends have been like God, seven, eight years, anything more than 10. I mean, we've just lost contact. Well, right. <laughs> and plus you're still young. I feel like, um, yeah. you know, so 10 years might be, might be definitely a, a long time. Yeah. Um, for me, I've I've had a friend that I've been friends with her for like 15 years because wow. we've known each other since high school, you know, early high school. So mm -hmm. what about mm -hmm. you, Jose? Have you had any friends that you've been friends with um, years and years like that? Definitely. I think more than probably about that 10 year mark. Yeah. So with those types yeah. of friends, the friends that you've been friends with for years, how comfortable are you with those friends? Are they like people that you can tell absolutely everything with, or are they just people that, you know, come and go out of your life? Um, mm -hmm. Stuff like that. I mean, because my friend, you know, I've been friends with her for 15 years, Raquel Randa, shout out to my home girl. I'm sure mm -hmm. she's listening. You know, mm -hmm. we've been friends for um, 15 plus years. So, I feel like I, she's my confidant. I feel like I can tell her absolutely anything that's going on in my life. Like I can tell her when I'm taking a shit. I can tell her when I farted. I can tell her absolutely everything. Like there's no secrets between us. So, I mean, just the other day I texted her a picture of, I was taking a shit. I'm sorry, everybody. I know this is, this is a very graphic, but I was taking a shit at my job and I had, um, I, there was no toilet paper. So, I had a long ass piece of CVS receipt. <laughs> <laughs> the CVS oh my God. No, no, just kidding. I didn't want my ass with that, but there was toilet paper, but, um, I did, I did send her the picture of a long ass CVS receipt. And I told her that I was going to wipe my ass with it because you know, that's the type of friends that we are. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have friends like that, that you can tell absolutely everything to. <laughs> I mean, I do. Uh, honestly, I do. I'm sorry. That is going to stay with me forever. <laughs> but I do have friends like that where I can be that brutally honest <laughs> that, yes, I, I will be able to do that. Yeah. I mean, I've helped out a friend years ago. I helped out a friend stalk her boyfriend. Because oh, oh he God. would not tell her where he lived. And they had been dating like over two years. I mean, hmm. how weird is that? So yeah. we, I said, okay, you need to borrow my car. Let's go. We'll follow him. And, wow. you know, I did that. that... That's what I say. A true ride or die. Like... Right. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Hope? Do you have any friends that you're close with like that? I mean... I know that you and I, we live together, but I don't know if you have like a true friendship with someone like that. Yes. Uh, longest friend, I think Daniela, Danny, I think um, we're very close like that. And like, I mean, things that you would talk to Raquel, things, those are things that I would probably talk to her um, just because she's the person that I'm, I like known the longest before I was, you know, 
maybe I met her when I was like 19. So I've known her for a very long time, more than 10 years. So interesting. But do you tell her like secrets like that, like me and Raquel, like about the toilet paper and stuff like that? I mean, about because we go on vacation together and we stay together like in the same room. So, like, I mean, it's like common. I don't know. Like it's like I mean we talk about weird things. like I, we'll we'll talk about anything medical issues whatever you could think of like yeah and I think those are the best friends always to have you know what I mean friends that really you can go and tell them everything you know what I mean tell them everything about and I have an I have another friend that I, I'm close with like that you know and I consider them my sisters you know what I mean and I tell them more than I do my own brothers and my own family members. And I think those are, those are like Iris said, those are the true rider dies. So those mm -hmm. are always good to have in your life. And, you know, um, but sometimes we're so caught up in our work life that, you know, it's hard because you can't have a personal life with these friends. So that kind of brings me to my, my other question, Iris, do you think that work friends can be like true, true friends are, those your real friends? Uh, honestly, yes, because one of my best friends, shout out Yerlina, she, I met her through my uh, work, actually. I met her at work, and we just, like, really hit it off. Like, I would go to her house. She comes to my house. I mean, we would hang out all the time. Even, like, if she when she lived in Boston doing her tax law degree, um, her master's, even then, like, I... I would hang out and have, they would have like Super Bowl at her apartment and she was living in Boston and her husband, you know, was still here in Tampa and all her friends, like, I mean, so yes, you can. Definitely. I, I agree with you. I think, um, you know, I met my other friend, good friend, Sylvia. I met her through work and we become closer after we stop working together. Um, so I think I agree with you on that. Yeah, definitely. I think that you can have friends at work, but I feel like friends at work are just friends at work. You know what I mean? I don't think that they're, I mean, like Iris and I, you know, we transcended from friends at work to, you know, real life friends or, you know, friends away from work that actually hang out outside of work. But there's also the people that are just, you know, really just people, they're acquaintances. They're just people that, you know, um, you know, there's really nothing to it. Mm -hmm. I mean, no, and no offense because I know a lot of people at work and, you know, I, I love a lot of people at work and, and all the companies that I've been with. And, you know, I, from each company, I think I've taken like a friend or so that have become more than my friends. They become like, you know, my outside friends, people that I can, you know, carry conversations with, but some people at work are just, you know, they don't want to talk. They don't want to interact um, and if they do talk, you know, you really don't see them outside of work. You know, it's just a Monday through Friday relationship. So I don't know if that's a true friendship. Uh, the, so the Monday through Friday work friendship, that is not a true relationship. Right. Because if it was a true relationship, you would make like, for example, on my birthday, March 19th, I'm a Pisces. I had me my friends that doesn't even work with me and my fa and my family and my husband and friends from work my true friends come out to karaoke remember mm -hmm. you guys you both yeah. were there jose and carlos was there yes. too and that was a huge group and 
that's the group that's the same group i talked to monday through friday from 8 to 8 30 to 5 right so you know we make the sacrifice now the people that i talk to monday through friday and i don't see on saturday and sunday they don't know who iris is on a saturday (laughs) 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 but uh, that's just not it's not a true friendship right i mean what about you jose do you have have you had any people at work? You know, what do you think? Do you think that friends at work are really your really friends? Um, I feel like I currently do. I feel like there's people that to on a day to day while we work, and it's only relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, good friends with them, but I don't feel the same effort in in regards to is this person going to be available to me outside of or is it only a work you know friendship and mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and you know with a work friendship and you guys can disagree with me but sometimes there is those people you know that you just talk to only about work that you really can't even tell your darkest secrets to right yeah no so. i agree and you know the problem is that some people that work to me, work is work. I never take anything personal. I don't take, you know, you can talk to me some sort of way when we're at work because at the end of the day, I don't give a fuck about work, to be honest. You know, I work nine to five and then at five o'clock I clock out and then I don't give a fuck about what's going on the rest of the night. I don't care about work at all. So, you know, to me, some people are just so stuck up and they're just like, you know, work, 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 work. And, you know, this has to be perfect and this has to be, you know, so don't talk to me. And me, I'm a very, very chipper person. I like to have fun wherever I'm at. It doesn't matter if I'm at work. It doesn't matter, you know, where I'm at. But I I just don't take personal, you know, work personal. I mean, it does kind of suck that I don't, but I do a really good job while I'm at work. Don't get me wrong. From nine to five, I'm a great employee. But, you know, at five o'clock, I don't care about work. I don't care about the people at work. You know, I don't care if someone has a state past five at 459. I'm at that punch clock ready to fucking go. <laughs> so, five o'clock. I'm already like halfway to my freaking car. It don't matter if it's raining. It doesn't matter if there's a tornado outside. The other day it was 459. There was a tornado outside and I ran to my car because I was not going to be stuck at work. <laughs> so, I mean, that's about right. <laughs> So, but I do feel like there's some people at work that you can count on, some people that you can't, you know, that's, that's just life. You just have to learn how to determine which, which people are who, and, you know, and and then just go from there. And I also feel like there's people you work with that you, they make your day go by, you know, better or your week go by better. Even if they're not a real friend, they're, um, I also thought about work relationships and, you know. You don't have to be real friends with them, but, you know, talking to them, just talking to them throughout the week might make your work. You know what I mean? Yeah. While, while on this topic of friend, uh, of work friends, do you is it necessary to have a person, a confidant at work or not really? Yes, 100 percent, because you can be, you know, you could have a frustrating day and you just need someone to talk to or even like cool down just for like 10 seconds so you don't send an email that'll get you fired. <laughs> <laughs> I have too many I've had too many times where I was like 
this can't be real. Like, is this person that dumb? Like, <laughs> yeah, I have those moments every day. <laughs> every five minutes uh, uh, if anyone has a new career for carlos uh he's gonna need it <laughs> for friends oh yeah <laughs> but yeah no you definitely need at least that one person who can you know just that you can express your problems to even if it's just not your best friend outside of work that inside like when you go to work and you you're still frustrated or you're sad about a situation at home and work is your uh, break from mm-hmm. home, yeah. then you need that person at work that you're able to say, this is what's happening at home right now. How do I solve it? Or I just need someone to listen. Hence the office guru. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I just need someone to listen so I can express my feelings and I will feel like a breath of fresh air. And sometimes I'll give you my opinion. Whether you take my opinion, great. If you don't, then that's on you. Mm-hmm. You know? So so on that topic about taking, you know, opinions from mm-hmm. from your friends, you know what I mean? Um, let's venture outside of work. How do you go about telling your your close friends that, you know, they're not that their opinion is wrong, but that they're maybe their point of view or what they're doing is wrong. Have you ever had to tackle that situation? Yes, I have actually several times. I've had to do that. How do you go about that? I mean, because it's always very awkward. You know what I mean? When you have to tell someone, especially not so much awkward when you have to tell someone that you've known for years, but maybe someone just recently, you know, Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. they're kind of wrong or, you know. Yeah. Um, I've done it with both with someone that I've known for years and someone that I've known for a short amount of time. And uh, honestly, you have to be, you just have to know whether the per you have to know the person. Okay. You have to know your friend's personality very well and how to approach them. Me, I'm the type that I will come to you gently and tell you, okay, now you see the situation you have to know what you are saying is wrong or what you are doing is wrong. You need to take it this way because it's going to become a bad outcome if you're doing it that way, or it's going to be a good and good outcome if you're doing it this way. Now I've had others where I was like, I just don't feel comfortable with what you're saying. Maybe you might want to say it this way. Or, and then you really have to know that in in the end, that is a test of friendship. That is your test of a genuine friendship. Whether the friend wants to be friends with you afterwards, whether they did not like your opinion or did like your opinion, then, I mean, hey, at the end of the day, it it is what it is. I don't know what more to say, you know? (laughs) I agree. But do you think that you and your friend should always have the same opinion or are you and a true friend going to differ at times? Oh, no. True friends always differ at times. Definitely. What about you, Hilda? Do you think that, you know, friends usually have the same opinion? Situation. But yeah, sometimes. But I think it's good to have friends that don't, you don't have the same, you know, logic behind things. That makes even a better friendship because there's different types, points of view of, of, of things. 
Mm-hmm. What about a friend that um, is totally opposite from you? Because I've had a friend, um, you know, I'm not going to mention any names, but their point of view of the world, like literally everything in the world is really random, is really weird. It's totally opposite from mine, you know, from the presidency to believing in UFOs to everything under the sun. Do you think that, um, you know, do, do you think people like that can be true friends, like two different types of people, like let's say Republicans and Democrats? Yeah. Yeah. I think I think so too. I think you just, you know, honestly, I think you just have to listen and understand the people and understand where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. I think there's going to be like a middle ground that you're going to get along or that your friendship is going to be based on that point. You know, and then there's going to be different things to agree on, but there's the things that you do agree on are going to create a great friend. Long, but when you friendship. differ like that, should you tell your friend that they're wrong? Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I because it's a, it's a conversation at the end of the day. It is not meant to be an argument. It is mm-hmm. a conversation you are having with your your genuine, true best friend but there's some people that are truly problematic you know what i mean especially um people that but are then that brings me back to my point you have to know you might risk your friendship right yeah. i mean there's also people that don't like to look to hear uh people disagree with them they only like to you know their own point of view and sometimes you have to think take that in consideration as a as a work me waste wasting my time into this friendship and you know, disagreeing with them in certain points, or am I just going to make them happy and just for that person? Mm. Right. Mm. De- definitely. That's like walking on eggshells. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have friends like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have a friend like that too. I mean, it, well, she's, she's really not my, I mean, I don't, she's a friend. She's like an acquaintance. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I don't know what to call people nowadays because I feel like, you know, what do you call people that you don't really see every day or that you don't really, you know, text every day that you just like see every once in a while? You know what I mean? Like, is that I a mean, true friendship? That's just someone, you know, you know what I mean? I mean it's not just, like I mean, we're that friends. Could be a friend. that, that could be a, two, a true friendship. I don't talk to my friends. I don't talk to them every single day, but they're my, they're my friends. I know my friendship for me is somebody that's going to be there. You know, I don't have to talk to them every single day, but when I do talk to them, we can pick I, uh, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I I understand your point of your your specific point of view, Jose, because I do. I mean, you, you know, know my my best. You friend, know my friend group, right? And my best friend Raquel. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, you talk. We to Raquel we don't talk time. to her. I, I mean, <laughs> we don't talk all the time, but there's times where you know we can fall off and then just jump back on. You know, there's right. times you know that um, Iris is the same way. You know, we can fall off and then jump right back on. But there's other people, you know what I mean, that are just um, just there, you know what I mean? Like, they're really not your true friends. They're just your acquaintances, just there when you need them or just there whenever, um, you know. They're bored. Right, kind of. Yeah. like, Or they want to gossip or there's something going on in their life and they want to brag about it. Oh, so, so <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. So, I mean. I mean, it, it, it goes both ways, I, I think. But I think there's also, I mean, there's friends that I don't see. I mean, it might be because we don't live in the same state, but we don't see each other. We can go week and then we talk like two months later. 
they're mm-hmm. friends and they're probably like I said my friends that I, my friend that I know the longest I've been you know friends with her for over 10 years we take vacations together we um you know some when we go on vacation we like sleep in the same bed we're like always together and we can go months without talking and then we pick up where we left off like three months later six months later mm-hmm. that to me is a true friend it's not somebody that's gonna be there with you 24 7 no i agree yeah i agree with you so you know but do you think like is your what about your partners is that a true friend but before you any of you guys answer that question i i want to take a quick break and then we're going to come back with more of iris um and she's going to answer if her partner is her true friend or not we'll be right back hi guys welcome back we are here joined by iris bass before the break carlos had asked a very interesting question yeah so back to what i was asking you in the previous segment iris do you think that your partner is your true friend? I know you said you guys been together for about 10 years. What, I mean, first of all, what's the secret to staying together that long? Because I don't know if I could ever last with someone that long. But second is your... Um... You literally have a boyfriend on here. Wow, okay. <laughs> wow. Well... I will be single after this, thank you. Um, there will be no longer boyfriend talk. <laughs> Jose talk now (laughs) but aside from that point um is your partner your true friend or your true friend yes 100 he's the half of my heart oh sweet yeah i'm gonna cry (laughs) what's the secret to staying together with someone that long honestly the fight you have to constantly keep fighting you have to date you have to remember at the end of the day like what made you fall in love with your partner even through the ugly Mm, the baddest and the heartbreaking if you can stick through that i mean round of applause because it is tough Mm -hmm. marriage or long-term relationship is no joke none at all it is hard work how do you act when a friend crosses the line or can a friend cross the line with you? Mm. I mean, I no, I say that once that friend crosses the line, as far as trying to destroy your marriage or destroy your relationship, like, I'm sorry, but no, like, that's that's just no for me. Like I'm sorry because at the end of the day, that is my boyfriend or my husband, and you're trying to put negativity into my life. Why are you making it this hard for me? You know, mm-hmm. like I no. <laughs> that's just a no for me. I mean, maybe for you guys, but that is just a no for me. Like, if you really are putting that that negativity into my life, no, no, yeah. no. Sorry, no. I agree. I agree. I think it just really all depends, you know, on what lines. You have, to, as a person, you have to set boundaries for everyone. You know, for your friends, for your family, for your partner. You know, I think everyone needs to have boundaries at some point and you always have to just be very vocal about it. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that, um, 
And then I also think that sometimes you need to put your friend in their place. You know what I mean? Because sometimes some friends are a little funny and, you know, you have to be like, listen, I like you. I respect you, but you're disrespecting me because these are my lines and these are my boundaries. So you have to respect them if you're my true friend. 100%. So, you know, you as a person just have to have to be open and, and, you know, say how you feel about that. But, you know, I absolutely think 100% friends can cross the line. You know, like I said, some of them just act really funny. And some of them at the end of the day, you know, like I said, they're just really not your friends. You know what I mean? You have to pick and choose. And um, sorry, Iris, I didn't mean to cut you off if you're going to say something. But I think that, you know, at if from my point of view, as I was growing up, you know, in elementary school, in high school, high school especially, I had a ton of friends. Oh, my God. Like friends that, you know, I thought we would be friends forever. And from all of my friendship all of my friendships, only one person has blossomed, you know, and has continued to be my friend for years and years and years. And, you know, I think that with the, um, when people just continue to be with you and just continue to learn about you and you guys keep having a good time, those are your true friends. You know what I mean? And I always tell my brothers, you know, when you're young, you have a lot of friends, but as you start growing up and you start having responsibilities and you start maturing and you start, um, you know, living your life, that's when you truly know when you're true, who your true friends are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so true because as I was raising, you know, a teenage daughter in high school, helping my husband with his teenage daughter, I told her time and time every year from freshman only to senior year, the friends you have now may not be the friends you have in the end. I had always said that. You are going to have different friends as you grow. It's just the ones who are willing to stick with it. Right. Absolutely. So, you know, it's just all, um, it's just all, kind of like a matter of perspective but you know i want to go back to my original question the one that we that i had at the beginning of this segment and Mm -hmm. i want to put it to jose i want to um i want jose like do you think that i'm your um best friend jose to an extent yes Mm -hmm. um (laughs) because you know (laughs) i hate to be put on the spot oh because these are this is this is boyfriend talk and this we have to talk about this you know what i mean i feel like so i mean if i'm being honest i feel you're my you're you're a best friend to me i don't know if i'm a best friend to you i think you're a best friend to me i think that you know obviously you know and we said it at the um at the beginning of this podcast on episode one our relationship is very fresh um, you know, I mean, not really that fresh. We're about to be a year pretty soon in a couple months. Um, but, you know, oh, I think the more, listen, the more that I get to know you and the better that I get to know you, the more that, yes, you are becoming my friend. I think that it's very important for your partner to be your friend, you know, like Iris and I were talking about earlier, um, because, um, you know, you want to have that person. You want to tell them everything. You know what I mean? Iris, do you tell Jermaine everything? Absolutely everything? Yeah. So, Can I, Iris, let me go yes. back. If you heard our first episode about when you're in the bathroom, do you close mm-hmm. the door? So I did listen to your first episode and I do not close my door. So, but you know what? My husband does. 
he closes Ooh, his door. Interesting. Yeah. He closes his door. And then sometimes he'll be like, you know, don't you want breakfast? For what? I've been with you for 10 years. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's yeah, like but you can't compare naked, 10 years like, to, uh, one month, to one year. Yeah. I mean. That's not, the, that's not my point. My point was about the door. <laughs> we but didn't bring time into it. It's more than the one year. So. <laughs> I think that eventually we will get to that point. You know what I mean? And I think that as our relationship progressive, we'll definitely get to that point where we don't have to close the door. I mean, I always will because that's just no, you like lock the door like somebody's coming after you. Um... I mean, but I'm just a very private person. So, you know, it's it's not you, it's just me. This is just the way that I was raised. And sometimes, you know, you have I mean, this is just the way that I was raised. And it's not even and you know what? And you know, well, let's let's dive really, really deep. I know this is a friendship conversation, but now we're all over the place. But know. you know, um, but these are just very important issues. And you know, I'm glad that you brought this up because you know we can bring Iris's perspective in here. You know, as a child, I of course, you know, I grew up with two brothers, and you know, things were not private between us. You know, we were always very um very open. And, you know, the doors were always open. Like, me and my brothers would take showers together when we were little. um, And we would sleep together as we were growing up. And then, you know, but then, like, you just start hitting puberty. And that's when a lot of things change. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and I think that along the way, I just got... um, Along the way, what happened was that social media happened in, in my in my perspective, you know, social media has definitely damaged the way that I think about myself and it's damaged the way that I do a lot of things, you know, um, and hopefully we can tackle an episode on social media, but, um, in the future, but, you know, social media, like Instagram really influenced me and put me in a bad, bad spot, which is probably why I closed the door just because, you know, it's kind of like body shaming myself. You know what I mean? Those are just underlying issues that I have, you know, that I have to work on because, you know, I'm not comfortable with my body. You know what I mean? And I'm not scared to admit that. Um, but it, it is what it is. I'm just not comfortable. And sometimes when you're not comfortable with yourself, you don't want to show that to others, you know, let's be real because you don't, yeah, you don't want people to, you know, you don't want people to be to see you. And it's I not mean, even you. Like I said, it's just me and my my insides. No, I mean, I don't take it personal by any means. I think it's funny by the end of the day. Um, I think, the, I mean, we all have a little bit of body dysmorphia. We like do to social media because you know, they think that we should look a certain way. Um, but I think if you're comfortable enough with somebody, you're comfortable enough to like take off your shirt, be naked, you know, etc. Um, like for me, I think, like I just, I, I, for me, I, in my background, I never grew up in a, in a house. Like I would have to lock door when I'm taking a shower because, like, I would have conversations w- with people while I'm in the shower. Like that's just so common for me. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's like a cultural thing, uh, you know, my family type of thing. But I would have conversations with my dad or like with my mom if they walked in to get something, and I would like have a conversation while i'm just there taking a shower like i don't know right. yeah i'm the same way i you know i've left the door open when i'm taking a shower when i'm using the bathroom when living with my mother and my sister and we all had our conversation or someone's doing their hair as someone's using the bathroom as someone's yes. taking a shower so it's like <laughs> um no 
if I close the door, it's because I just some silence yes. for a few minutes while I'm taking a bath because it's just been a long day. But right. majority of the time, I just don't even think twice about closing the door. And it's not, and then I agree with you, Carlos. Yes, social media has really, I mean, it makes you think two or three times about your body because there's times where I'm just like, girl, you are 31, but you are looking like you are 50 mm -hmm. <laughs> and your body is feeling like it's 80. Like, oh, God. it is well, aching in places. Okay. Uh <laughs> on this social media topic, I'm glad that we brought this up. Do you think that, I mean, because a lot of people on social media, you know, a lot of us have thousands of friends. I mean, I have, I don't have thousands of friends. I have like hundreds, but, um, you know, are, and these are people that you eventually that obviously, you know, you know, from somewhere. I mean, at my point, I know all of my friends on Facebook personally. I don't add anyone on Facebook unless I know them personally. Like I've seen them in person. I know their face. Mm -hmm. do you think that you know are these people on social media your true friends or are they just acquaintances i mean what they are your are thoughts on that they're acquaintances you're never going to hang out with them you're mm -hmm. just there to talk to them on social media or like a page or yes yeah that's it you're never i mean you're just catching up at the end of the day that's what social media was created for was to catch up and see how your friend or family members are doing. They're just right. looking for that like, for that extra number of mm -hmm. friends, for that showing off. Follow, you know, mm -hmm. social media. I'm not big on social media. I mean, because of the way social media has evolved and very, it's all about how many followers, how many likes you get, and that all causes your self-esteem. I think to an extent. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I agree. It's. It can definitely be damaging, and I think that's the main reason, you know, that sometimes people, you know, like in my case, we're so damaged and we're so hard on ourselves because of the people on social media that are always flaunting and that are always, you know, I have the perfect life. And, of course, you know that they don't because everyone has flaws, everyone has problems. But mm -hmm. on social media, everyone seems so perfect. And sometimes it can just be hard to um, to just to distinguish the truth from the fake. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? These people are, are posting pictures of their Lamborghinis and Mercedes, and I'm over here driving a Toyota. Um, <laughs> and, you know, like, they have six-packs, and I over here have, you know, I'm, I'm overweight, about to be on my 600-pound life. Oh, and... my God. <laughs> <laughs> so exaggerated. Like... It's so dramatic, like, really. Exactly. And so, but, you know. Since you bring up social media and friends do you are you friends with work friends on social media hell no no i mean i'm friends now with people that i used to work with but sometimes during while i'm at work i don't be adding people because i post a lot of shit on social media and most of the shit that i post is about the people that i work with <laughs> so <laughs> or how you feel about work um right uh, yeah. No, I, I agree. I don't add my. I mean, I see people add like try to add me, and I'm like, no. I leave right. you yeah. Like, no. I I pick and choose my people mm -hmm. that I want from work on my social media. I pick and choose because I know there's some that wants to add just to run back and be like, oh my god, did you see what she posted today? Right. And it's like, no, we're not doing that. I even now bosses 
that's a big, huge no for me. Yeah, no. Big, huge no for me. I even told my boss, my current one, one day, I even told him, I don't want to add you on Facebook. And he was like, that's great, because I don't want to add you. I said, okay, good. We'll have an understanding. Because <laughs> I've had, a, I remember a long time ago, long time ago, we were talking about like 10 years ago, I had a boss on my social media. And I was hanging out with her after work. And it just bit me in the ass at the end of the day because she controlled my hours. She knew what I was saying. And I mean, that was definitely a lesson learned. Iris, it's been such a good time with you, this um, this podcast. And I'm so excited that you were our first guest. How, how do you feel? I honestly feel comfortable now. I was pretty nervous in the beginning to see how it goes. I mean, I tried to black out the act outside noise but you know it is what it is at the end of the day but on this topic and just our conversations alone like this is just how me and you and jose interact on the daily basis whenever we see each other this is how we are so it just felt comfortable and with the flow well i'm glad i'm glad i hope this motivates you to start your own podcast in the future um so if you do definitely keep us posted um, before you leave, we don't want to let you go without playing a little game with us. Um, it's a game that I like to call friend or foe. It, this game, I'm going to ask both of you, you and Jose, questions. And you're going to tell me if you would consider this person a friend or a foe. Okay. And so let's get started. I have a couple questions. The first question is, when you're telling your friend about a stressful moment, and they interrupt you and talk above you, do you consider that a friend or a foe? A foe. What about you, Jose? Oh. Hmm. Interesting. That's that's very but true. I, all time to my friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess you're the foe in this situation. Attention. <laughs> I think I have a bad habit of doing that too sometimes, but... All right, second question. <laughs> When your friend starts to fight and complain every time you go out and they see a problem every time you go out, is that a friend or a foe? A foe. Foe. Exactly. I have friends like that before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. There's there's definitely some friends that are always very problematic. I've had a couple friends that I can't go to restaurants with because they are so problematic and they want to start fights with the waiters. They want to start fight with everyone. And I just I can't stand that. But. Oh my god, yes. I would I had a friend that I would always we her and then my other friend Diana, we would go out to eat and every single time or every single place we went to, there was an issue with the server or with the service or with the food. And I was just like, We're never going out with her ever again. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but it was constant, it was like all the time. Like I'm my friend Diana's gonna look podcast and she's gonna be like, Yep, she did it all the time, every single time we went out. Oh my god. Mm -mm. That's for me. It was, hor it was horrible. Oh. There was this one time and I remember like just like we were at shutters and mm. I had to go to apologize to the server because it was so bad. I I feel so embarrassed. So mm. never again. <laughs> oh my god, that's too crazy. I'm sorry, I just needed to put that story in there. <laughs> I've I've lived through it and I like it just brought back memories. <laughs> No, yeah, definitely. 
<laughs> All right, third question. When you have to move out immediately and your, your friend offers you their place and to give you a ride, do you consider them a friend or a foe? A friend. A friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's always those good friends. But then, you know, this is kind of my story time. I had I had a friend that I let stay with me because I was trying to be a good friend. And then that friend left talking shit. And so ever no. since then, I decided that never again I would help someone else um, in that situation. So always, be, even though you're trying to be a friend, maybe that friend that needs your help is the foe. So definitely mm-hmm. always watch out for that. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. And the last question, um, if time passes and no, and you've had no conversation on social media um, and it's time to reunite as a mutual and it's time to reunite at a mutual gathering and they don't show up, is that a friend or a foe? Oh, that That's be, a good one. It, it's a good one because it could be a toss up between both. Yeah. Um, in this situation, oh my god, it, it could be many things. That person yeah. got sick that day or got into a car accident. I mean, if you guys were talking leading up to knowing that, well, no, you didn't talk for months. So in reality, it's a fault because it goes back to the whole so- social media thing. Right. Yeah. It, it just depends. I think, you know, it, especially if this person is always flaking out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because there are friends like that that always flake out at the last minute. I, I've been that friend that always flakes out at the last minute sometimes. That Because, you know, I make plans week, uh, weeks in advance. And then when that day comes, I'm just like, oh, my God. Why did I make this plan? Because I do not want to go. <laughs> that always happens to me. No matter what I'm doing, I'm just like, oh, my God. Why did I, why did I um, agree to do this? But Yeah. But yeah. thank you so much, Iris. We had so much fun with you talking about this topic. I hope you definitely come back and um, be our guest again. Do you want to plug in any of your social medias? Yes. So I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter. I'm under Iris Mary Bass. So you can just look at me there. Uh, look up my name. And then, um, honestly, I've had a good time. I'm definitely willing to come back. Now, right now, starting a podcast, I'm just trying to like, juggle just two jobs so uh-huh. it won't be anytime soon that is for sure but, but they- uh, this has given me some motivation definitely we really you guys enjoy- what thank you so yes, much sir. for joining us it's been great it's course, been a great conversation course. and it's been you know as our first first guest i know definitely thank you. and jose can you plug before we go can you plug in our social medias in case people want to come follow us you can follow us on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at boyfriendtalk90 or us at boyfriendtalk90 at gmail.com. All right. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Thanks so much for joining us, and we'll catch you next time. Mm-hmm.